One, two, three. So much. I can't lose him, Pete. I don't know how long their medicine will be able to hang on. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> 
And hello, everyone. Welcome to tonight's podcast. This is our weekend edition, Nathan Moore Extreme Podcast 401, weekend edition uh, right here tonight. And uh, really thank you guys for listening to us globally uh, from right here in the country of America, to other countries as well. And uh, before we begin our uh, podcast tonight, we want to send our thoughts and condolences and, and prayers out to um, to the, to the uh, days of our lives, the Hayes family, and those who have known uh, Bill Hayes, who passed away this evening at the age of 98 years old. Uh, he lived a very long, long career, and uh, we want to give our, want to send our thoughts, prayers, and condolences out to Bill Hayes and for all that he's done for not just days or lives, daytime, but also outside of that too. But not only that, Peter Crombie, a.k.a. Seinfeld's Crazy Joe uh, Davila is dead 71 years old, so we send our thoughts, prayers, and condolences out to him as well. And with that being said, let me bring in Willie, my co-host tonight. Hello, Willie, how are you doing tonight? Here on Friday evening. Oh, Nathan and amigos, it's great to be back with everybody. Um, yes, we are sending out thoughts and prayers for those that we've lost uh, this already the new year. Um, please, please be safe out there. Um Despite what everyone wants to say, COVID is still alive and still going strong. And there are people that are even getting more sick than they should be. And all it takes people is to protect yourself. And despite what others say about wearing a mask, they are protective and they do help you. So don't believe everything you see on Facebook or read because it's not always real. Yes, absolutely. Please make sure you guys protect yourselves out there. And I want to also send a a shout out to... uh, to uh, uh, Lana Perella, uh, once once upon a time, who has COVID, so uh, I hope she she gets better. I hope she gets well uh, at this time. So yes, guys, like we said, please you know make sure you wear your mask out there, stay safe because COVID is still going on as we speak. And um, make sure you guys just just, just uh, protect yourselves out there. Yeah, exactly. Because from personal aspect on my end. As you all know, I was recently uh, not feeling good with my arm. And when I had gone to the ER, you know, everything was, luckily it was turned out to be a pulled, a pulled muscle. But the blessing is not have been able to been admitted into the hospital because there are a lot of people out here in Texas right now. We're in New Braunfels, Texas. And the, uh, the hospital is full with a lot of uh, COVID patients. So again, don't believe everything you're seeing on Facebook because... You can you can take it at at face value or a grain of salt, but it's just the uh, ignorant people telling you don't have to wear a mask. It doesn't, doesn't do anything. Remember that when you wind up in the hospital. Remember who to thank for that. All right, everybody, you're too did tonight. Nathan and I upgraded. We are now Willie Nathan's Extreme Four One One Hollywood Buzz Podcast. Nathan, let's let's do our, our clap for this. We finally did it, dude. We're uh, we're in Hollywood. <laughs> yes, we are. All right, Nathan, what is on the menu for tonight? Well, we have our uh, top stories to kick off yes. um, tonight's uh, episode. Also, yes. we're going to have our recaps and spoilers on um, daytime and the soap operas for this week. Mm-hmm. Also, we're going to have our movie review of Night Swim. And uh, if you guys have not checked that out, and but 
Uh, me and Willie will do a movie review, and we'll talk about the movie from beginning to end, what mm-hmm. we liked, what we didn't like. Uh, also, how many popcorns we're going to give it. So uh, we have we have a lot on the menu tonight for our one podcast for the weekend edition. Oh, yes, and we've even got our song of the day. Um, we got some more exciting news to share out in Hollywood. Believe it or not, guys, it's actually good news. It's not just all bad. But um, let's see what else. Um, I guess, Nathan, let's kick it off real quick, though. But what happened with our uh, campaign with ABC, Black, Blackout ABC? Is there any more updates on that? Uh, let me just double check here. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I know the last time we checked in with you, we actually had a, we actually dented it. Right, 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 right. So let me just double check here. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what we have here. These are for, uh, the ratings for the week of January 1st to the 5th of 2024 of the new year. Okay. And it says right here, let me just get those out. <clears throat> It says here, ABC's General Hospital was the big winner among total viewers during the week of January 1st, January 5th, 2024, adding 135,000 viewers plus week to week and hitting a new season high. Overall, the series attached as much as audiences the week of May 1st, the 5th, 2023, and since the season low of just 1.915 million mm-hmm. two weeks ago, week of December 18th, 22nd, 2023. The daytime drama series has seen two consecutive weeks of increases, climbing by 260-plus viewers, thousand viewers during that period. Wow, I love when you're doing that report. It's definitely uh, going up and down. Yeah, the thing about it is no matter how you try to spin it, those are still terrible demo numbers for all the soap operas. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we know who to thank for that. Oh, we sure do, yes. And another thing, me and Nathan decided to do something special for the fans and the family and friends of our beloved uh, Jack, uh, Jackie Zeman, correct? Yes. Okay, yeah, I was getting the names uh, mixed in. But uh, we wanted to do a personal uh, tribute for her as well tonight. All right, so before yes. we head into daytime, Nathan, we've got to cover global of the actual global awards. Right? Global Awards. Isn't that what it was? Yes, it was. Global Awards over the weekend. Oh I know we're 24, 2024. But, dude, what's going on this year? What is with the events? We're we're going from one thing of daytime to the way it was, like, fans hating it to now the Global Awards. Dude, you know what I'm talking about. The embarrassment that everybody can't stop talking about. Yeah, well, you mean the... Uh, what kind of idiot interviewer pulls out a picture, centerfold, for all to see of the cast for the bear and asks them, what do you think about this campaign? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. That's, that's dumb. That's absolutely In dumb. front of a woman, too? Can you say Me Too movement? Yes, Absolutely. Now, me and Nathan keep hearing that there is going to be some repercussions from that interview's actions, and we're cool with that, dude. Let it happen. It's fine. Let it happen. Let the 
chips fall where they may. Because again, just like daytime, not firing the dumb executives and everything head writers that they've got. Global awards. Nathan, who's behind that nonsense? Like, who is really in charge of the committee when we break it down? Who's the one to blame for this nonsense besides the interviewer himself? Uh, I think that would be those who are in charge of the event when it comes to... Um, right. Is that like a committee or is that just like one person like in like the head honcho? No, that would be actually like a committee, a board uh, full of uh, people who are in charge of that. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Someone else in charge of uh, of media too, and for for arranging like you know interviews and stuff. Okay. So raise your hands, Nathan. Who sh- who thinks the committee should be fired? Because I know I I got my hands up high. I'll let's go to you first on this. <laughs> God, dude, I can't believe the embarrassment. I still can't. I get chills. Just, I mean. I got to see the clip of it because I'll be honest, guys. I did not watch the actual awards this year. I was so invested just returned for the 90 day, uh, fiance's, uh, series return, but I am kind of glad that I did miss it because I heard there's all kinds of craziness. Nathan, did you get to watch it? Uh, no, I did not, but I did, I did keep, I did keep up on, uh, the highlights. Yeah, the highlights on Twitter mm-hmm. who won the awards and such. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it was crazy from what I, I've read. So, and it just really felt really uh, dysfunctional during different parts of the awards, even before with the pre-show. All right, this is going to shock Nathan, but think about this, Nathan, for the global. We know for a fact, just like what happened with Drew Barrymore when she was being bullied during the strike, right? It seems Hollywood can't get enough being bullies that they had to try to bully the director of Barbie uh-huh. to not try to make any more sequel because apparently they didn't care for the film, right? right? How ironic, Nathan, that the movie won an actual Oscar. Yeah, that's that's very... I, I don't know about you, Nathan, but I think she got the last laugh. Yeah, she really did. She really did. I uh, hope she yeah. shoved that award up those bullies' faces because I know I would have done it. Yeah, I would do the same thing too because yeah. there's there's no there's no excuse for how you treat someone like that. Well, no, no, nothing wrong in the first place. Okay, so what is your imprint for this year's global? Like on your end, did anyone from your movie genres did you get any winners on your section? Because I'm I'm happy on my end. Jeremy Allen White got his award, well deserved. Uh, the actress that's also on the the bear, I'm sorry, I don't remember her name because I'm bad with names, but uh, she got the award, and then I believe the show got the award as well, right? So I think they got three awards for the bear. Yeah, they yeah yeah that's that's uh, actually correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's okay, guys. Keep this in mind now. We've been wanting this to happen, and I'm not just in the bear. We want streaming service to continue winning, because the more they win, that gives you guys creative content to submit as creators to submit i mean nathan look at what happened on daytime congratulations to the bay they actually got nominated this year for you know even if they hadn't won or did win it's a big accomplishment that they even got nominated at all compared to the way that the emmys for daytime usually are 
I think this is kind of an improvement. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's a big, huge improvement as well. Not only that with the Bay, but I think since 2020, they also brought on other streaming uh, yeah. from their time, like, for example, Beyond Salem, from Days of Our Lives, and so on and so forth. And I think the more that, you know, that, that uh, you know, that the world shows do that, and if one of them do win, I mm-hmm. think it's a huge win for streaming as a whole, and it will raise up the ante for others to be more creative yes exactly exactly and then um so did you get any people from your end like you know i know you love movies and tv as much as i do did any of your favorites win that you can uh tease us about uh, well actually those that you mentioned uh you know for example jeremy allen white yeah. Uh, also, um, the movie Barbie that won that award too. Uh, also, shout out goes to um, the director of The Dark Knight himself, Christopher Nolan, who won uh, the Golden uh, Globe for Best Director of Motion Picture. Uh, shout out to him for um, for his movie uh, Oppenheimer, starring Robert Downey Jr. and many others who were part of the movie. And so, it's no surprise that he won uh, for that award too for as Best Director. Wow, so, shout out uh, to him. That was really good. It's well-deserved. I don't think we got to do a movie review for that, but that one was really good. Just seeing Robert Downey Jr. in a movie like that, that spoke volumes. Yes, it really did. And it's always good to see Robert Downey Jr. in mm-hmm. a movie, you know, outside of, you know, the role that he's mostly famous for. Yes. Iron Man and from Marvel. So it's mm-hmm. always good to see him do different things outside of that role. Exactly. And, I, and who else went on your side that you liked? Uh, let's see here. Oh, shoot. Let's see here. Were there any, um, is it all just movies or did TV shows win anything or is that, that's just on movies, right? Global? Yeah, Global, I think, is pretty much. The um, movie, the movie, the movie life? Yeah, motion picture awards, also television awards, too. Retired awards as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's about it, I think, yeah. What is your thoughts about the year's. This year's host, because we're told on close sources are telling us that apparently the viewers got upset and offended, as most people usually are these days, and that there's a possibility that they may consider not doing any more hosting for certain events as they move forward. I'm okay with that, because I think sometimes they overdo it with that nonsense. Yeah, I don't mind it as well that much. I really think that these days, you know, having hosts a part of award shows are really not needed at this point because you're trying to build up the show. And let's say you're a comedian or whoever. Yeah. And you're trying to, you know, keep the crowd's attention. And, you know, if you say the wrong thing, then people are going to not like it or whatever. And so I think that not having any more hosts for mm-hmm. award shows like the Golden Globes are, is, is a good move. And I think it will help save help save some time and just exactly yes remove yeah. the host we don't need them that cuts yeah. air time we don't that's even better right absolutely i felt bad for jeremy when he was doing his his um his you know his speech and then he's got that thing where they trying to tell him like wrap it up like dude he just started yeah i mean yeah, like I what the just... he just started you're not going to be telling those other people that are after him to wrap it up. You just tell him and once before him. That's kind of stupid. 
Not only that, it's rude and disrespectful. It's rude and disrespectful. Like, why does he get the wrap it up, but the others don't? Dude, you know how I feel about this. I can't stand favoritism. It's privilege as well. Privilege, oh my God, that too. Uh, that yeah, privilege that, word. Yeah, privilege absolutely. word. And as the the young generation like to say, it's all woke nonsense. I don't like that word, but in this case, I can understand why they would use it. Yeah, absolutely. It, it you know, it, it's just. Um, I think this these days, you know, certain people have no respect for others. Yeah. Especially those that you know that they work with. You know, maybe not every time, but you know, on special occasions, like to go on global awards. Yes. All right. Nathan has some shocking news to share for us. Nathan, it's time to let that band-aid off. Tell our audience the truth behind Twitter X overcharging for premium. Yes, I believe that Twitter is charging something about around like what twenty something dollars or something like that. Oh yeah. They try to trick you, dude. They try to split it into two different categories, right? They say yes. it's like what, twenty two dollars, right? Okay, you're all excited, like, oh yeah, right. 22 i can handle that and then you get ready to click where you're gonna like pay for it and i think i sent you that picture remember i showed you proof what does it say on that picture i sent you remember it says they charge you per the year yes i I remember you sent me that picture that is false advertising yes it really is twitter x should be ashamed of itself aren't you glad i told you because you would have you would have tried to pay 22 bucks and they were going to charge you like $98 for the year plus your 22 that you supposedly get free. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm not I'm not buying anything on X anywhere or Twitter. I mean, it's Oh no, just... no, dude. I learned the hard I mean, I I did have I'll admit, I was one of those. I did have my mark and uh, I was paying in the regular service so I could have it. It was nice to have blue mark to show that I am what they call verified and all that nonsense. But I'm noticing that other celebrities don't have the, the 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 blue mark, and now I understand why because they're trying to charge celebrities more than they do us. Yeah, and that's very ironic and hypocritical. Of it is. I mean, I you know I knew this was going to be a big change, but if we really again four one one, I miss the real Twitter. Oh yeah, me too. We didn't yeah. have this nonsense. Twitter has now become a copycat to Facebook. Right, right. And Facebook is now copycatting off Instagram. And then this is a twist. Threads from Instagram is actually safer than the other platforms that you're on now. Yeah, very true. How weird is that? The, the, The safety guidelines are safer than what we're on now. Yeah, that, that's, uh, again, that's very ironic and hypocritical because, you mm-hmm. know, I, I signed up for Threads. I have no issue with it so far. Yeah, I love Threads. You remember I told you we weren't going to get on to we knew, like, point blank that it was safe. And I, dude, ever since I got on, I'm loving it. It's like being on a roller coaster ride. Oh, right, absolutely. I've got so many followers. And I can actually admit this. It feels good that I'm getting followed by real people and not bots. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. Do you notice, Nathan, you need to watch it on your ex. Look on your followers. How much you want to bet that you probably got, like, maybe 60 extra people that, because if you're, you know, you, our accounts are public. So if we're public, they're just going to add people, and they don't have to ask your permission to be added. So look on your thing, and I'll bet you, I'll bet you a 
Madonna gift card that it's going to be one of those things that says on your followers, it's going to tell you a picture, a picture of a girl, 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 girl. And they're not real, dude. They're just sex bots. Yeah, that, that can be so annoying. Now, uh, what does that tell you about Twitter? It says there's no safety. Yeah, there's no regulation, no safety, none of that stuff. That's why I think others are, others who are, who have left Twitter have improved right and about why I don't want to stay on there anymore. Also, you guys going to laugh, but I returned to Mastodon, and you know what? I've not had no problems. How ironic is that? That's crazy. While Twitter is going chaos crazy, I'm over there in La La Land, nice and quiet. It's what Twitter used to be. How weird is that? And I have no issues, dude. I can talk to people and there's none of that extra garbage. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's more like, is it like peace and quiet for you, most of all? It is, dude. It's, 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 it's serene. Oh, okay. You need to try Mastodon again too. You 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 would love it. It would help you with your um, if you if you're like me and you're promoting anything, do that. It it adds good. Um, I'm gonna tell you guys. Uh, me and Ethan recently found this out. Uh, don't use LinkedIn because people are getting hacked on that account. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. If you notice Nathan, you'll see. Feel free to block me on that LinkedIn. In my old account, if you see it, let me know. Uh, just block it because I'm no longer on it. All right, I'll, we'll do. We'll yeah, do. I, dude, don't get on it. Um, if you got your account there, uh, make your account private if you have to, but be careful because I think we mentioned this a while back, Nathan. That um, didn't we mention this with the what happened with Ingle? Uh, yeah, I believe we. Okay, yeah, remember I, we kind of hinted that he was fired for the wrong reason. Due to social media situation. Yes, I, I remember you told me. Okay. About that. And, Think yeah. of LinkedIn as a buffet to your employer. Now, what does that tell you? Uh, anything can happen. Yeah, anything, dude. Anything. And if you get hacked, it all falls on you. Yeah, now, absolutely. like Nathan, we're supposed to be the land of the free, right? Yeah. But how crazy we are not now. We don't live in this world of. You're innocent until proven guilty. It's more now of, oh, they spread a rumor, so I guess it's true. Yeah, to me, that's just... Look at all the cases, dude. You know how many we read on this. I no longer longer trust cops because look at the abuse of authority that they've shown. Yeah, I don't don't trust cops ever since, I think, the days that... uh, I think when when one of those people died and it was... Yeah, it was shown on screen or whatever. Yeah, I, I've never trusted cops since then. And Nathan, also, we're also in agreement about this, that why is it so weird that people can catfish others, but yet they don't get arrested and there's no law against it? Doesn't that make you kind of wonder what is not right with this picture? Remember Mr. Rogers? One of these things belong together. One of these things is kind of the same. Well, one of these things is not like the other. Now it's time to play our game. Yeah, I do, yes. Doesn't that make you wonder? Why isn't there a law for catfishing? There's no It makes me, it doesn't make you think that maybe something's being hidden under the rug? Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, it, it, it's it's bizarre. <laughs> oh, what is it with song choices today? There's a song, remember Nathan? How bizarre? <laughs> yeah, I do. 
<laughs> How bizarre real see. All right, Nathan's going to take a pause and we return. He's got his top stories and some of them are good. And I think one of them is kind of bad, but we'll be right back. back? Oh, yeah, hang on. Okay. I know what, what I saw in you. 
All right, everybody, we're continuing our weekend edition, our special personal tribute to Jackie Zeman. And before Nathan drops top story, Nathan, I've got one that's going to make you drop your jaw. You know my favorite TV show that I love to watch? The Vanderpump, Vanderpump Rules? Yes. Get ready. According to thecut.com, Lisa Vanderpump is being sued by former Tom Tom Ben bartenders. Dude, it was just a matter of time. Yeah, I think so too, yeah. Here we go. Here's what's going on. Yeah, where is it at? I just had it. What? Um, with the announcement of Hulu's new series, Vanderpump Villa, and a third Las Vegas restaurant in the works, reality television magnate Lisa Vanderpump appears set on continuing to expand her rosy pink empire. But a pro-union Rachel Levis may not be the only thorn in her side. Both Vanderpump and her husband, Ken Todd, are being sued by former TomTom employees for wrongful termination, retaliation, and defamation, according to a legal complaint obtained by people on Friday. Nathan, what did we say the last time? Remember this was going on with craziness with the strike? Yes, I do remember and that. Now and right? now this is the other end of Hollywood going crazy. Uh, I think we caught it, Nathan. I think we're living in a Y2K world. Yes, the apocalypse is upon us, folks. And if you thought that was that was what we just said was crazy, wait till this year because there's some stuff that's gonna take place that will shock you, and you know it's gonna make you scratch your head asking, well, why did that happen when this could have happened? So yes, there you go. To quote my favorite Queen song, "We will, we will rock you." <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Dude, what is it? Every time we go live, I always hit the songs. Okay. All right, Nathan. What? Start easy with this for top stories. Everyone wants to know what's going on with The Good Doctor. I know it's its final season, but do you have any behind-the-scenes teases for us or like a premiere date and how many episodes in my air? Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> so, those of you that know, yes, it's true. The Good Doctor will end with season seven on ABC. The upcoming seventh season of ABC's The Good Doctor will be the final chapter of the medical drama starring the exec producer by Freddie Highmore. The Good Doctor from Sony Pictures Television and ABC Signature is the second long-running ABC drama coming to end this season, joining Station 19 in the last series that premiered during the 2017-2018 season to wrap with this upcoming seventh season along with Station 19. CBS's Young Sheldon, SWAT, and CLT. Now let's check out how many episodes it's supposed to air coming out for its final season. Yeah, I'm curious because I remember, I mean, you were told that when the shows returned, we're lucky if each show even gains anywhere between 10 to 12 episodes for the season at all. So uh, it's not listed here about okay. when, uh, the first, when uh, the seventh season will air. Um says here um it was later not yeah in april 2023 the series mm-hmm. was renewed for a season the search premiere on february 20th 2024 it was later announced to be the final season but we don't know how many episodes but i would not be shocked if it's 10 or yeah. a couple more because the first two seasons were 18 episodes third season was 20 episodes 
fourth was 20 episodes, mm-hmm. fifth was 18 episodes, and sixth was 22 episodes. Okay, so I'm going to be honest, guys. Oh, it's 411. I checked out of that hospital for good doctor seasons ago. It just was a hot mess. But I don't know, Nathan, did you stick it through? Or are you still checked into that hospital? Yeah, I, I, I checked out myself eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I do check in time, time to see what's happened. But, mm-hmm. yeah, pretty much, uh, you know, I checked out the two. But I am not shocked that a show like this, that's not going to no. season is going to end mm-hmm. because... You know, when, when it comes to these strikes, you know, you know, shows are getting canceled left or right. Actors, actresses are getting fired on purpose, actors, guys. Yeah. They're getting they're getting fired on purpose. Keep that in mind. Those those are the side deals we talked about. Oh yeah, absolutely. Those side deals have really played a part into what's going on right now. And you know, actors, actresses are paying the price. It makes you wonder. Ask yourself. These strikes even work in the, in the first place. And people like to ask me, Nathan, how do we know with side deals? Well, it's common sense. If you really think about it, look at the bigger picture. How many people have you seen since the strike was over? Count, if you made like a scorecard, who's been fired and why? Their excuses do not make sense. And not only that, but by firing them, they don't have to pay them a check. And there you go. They got screwed over because of the strike. Yeah, not only that, but people have, some people actually actors actually been fired because of quote unquote creative differences or what kind of bullshit excuse they can be able to oh yeah it's like daytime when they say there's a budget cut I don't believe that anymore I don't believe in budget cuts on daytime yes absolutely me too I don't believe it as well nope how can Y and I say budget cut how can they say budget cut how can GH say budget cut or Bold the Beautiful when you guys got new sets and yet you dress your your actors, your cast, like it's not even fashion style anymore. I mean, I agree with the fans, don't you, Nathan, that Bold has kind of lost its luster as far as too much fashion like they used to be. Yeah, I agree for there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm kind of saddened about that. We've lost Bold, what it used to be. It's It was supposed to be like the dynasty of our daytime. Yeah, and with uh, fashion, which we don't see that much. Yeah. On the top as well. I mean, the bold beautiful is just not the same anymore. You can say the same thing for the other soap operas, despite veteran actors yes. still on and stuff. It's just a one big mess. To quote Stephanie Forrester, who once slapped Brooke Logan, she finally told her, snap out of it. <laughs> yeah, of Come on, we need a Stephanie Forrester. She needs to slap you know what out of daytime. All right, Nathan, what's going on with the movies? Do we have any um, update on how the weekend looked for the movies that came out? Do you um, have, like, a, what do you call it? The, the numbers, I guess they call it? Who who got number one with all the movies came out? I think there was, like, three new movies that recently just came out or last week. Well, the, well, the new movies this week and they're coming out now. Uh, we got The Beekeeper, mm-hmm. The Book of Clarence, Soul is also re-released. Um, nothing on uh, the numbers, though, yet, but those are the, those are the movies that are coming out this weekend. Okay, that's what I was curious about. Out of all those movies, I'm going to be honest, I'm like you, Nathan. I don't like, I mean, I love movies, yes, but I'm kind of stopping to myself to where I don't want to watch, like, every single movie like I used to, like, last year. It's exhausting. 
So I'm kind of handpicking him this year, and I'm glad I am. Um, the one I really am waiting for that I can't wait to watch would be The Beekeeper. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Beekeeper looks like it's, it's going to be a stealer for this year. Can you give the audience a little taste of The Beekeeper? What What is going on in that movie? Like, Can you give us a plot and who's on the cast? Yes, absolutely. So for those of you who do not know, uh, The Beekeeper is an action thriller for this year of 2024. And with the cast, we got a star-studded cast here. First up, of course, Jason Statham, who is Mr. Clay, Josh Hudson, uh, Aber and Sienna, who plays Server, mm-hmm. Emmy Trevor uh, Letman, Jeremy Irons, Taylor James, who plays Lazarus, uh, Arian, Nick, Tommy, to just name a few. Mm-hmm. Um, the release date is January 12, 2024, so it's being released today. If you guys have not seen it, check it out. The director is um, David Ayer, so uh, he's the one who is directing this movie, and um, this is pretty much all about uh, one man's brutal campaign for vendors takes on national stakes. After it's revealed, he's a former operator of a powerful council organization known as Beekeepers. Okay. What top stories do you have for us tonight? Okay, let's go to our top <laughs> stories for tonight. So, let me go here. here. Start with the good news first and then the bad. Okay, good news here. Well, after he got booted off uh, Pat McAfee's show, Aaron Rodgers has come back to uh, the Pat McAfee show after game backlash over a fake story about ESPN band that originally started uh, with ESPN. And I think uh, Pat McAfee got a lot of uh, backlash for, uh, you know, kicking Aaron Rodgers off. But it looks as if, you know, both Aaron Rodgers and Pat McAfee actually, you know, pranked uh, the viewers and making them think that, you know, Aaron Rodgers was, you know, off Pat Pat McAfee's show Mm -hmm. for good. So, Aaron Rodgers is back on Pat McAfee's show for the long haul, and he comes on every single Tuesday. So, you know, they pulled the rug out from under us, and I think for those viewers who liked Aaron Rodgers on the show, they are relieved, but at the same time, I think I think uneasy about what happened uh, when it comes to Aaron Rodgers and the whole thing between him and Jimmy Kimmel and other things. So, yeah. Okay, so the only thing I want to ask on that, because it shows that your our audience of global uh, listeners have been paying attention to your report, Nathan, for Nathan Spotlight, every other Tuesday, his spotlight. All right, Nathan, you recently mentioned something called an Epstein list. Yes. Can you give us a little detail and opening up like, a, like you would a document? Can you give us a detail? What is the Epstein list and why is it so important? Right, so the Epstein list, for those of you that do not know, um, you know, what is the Epstein mm-hmm. list and what it's all about, mm-hmm. basically, um, see here. It's like everyone wants to know because it's like, the, you know, when you're at the water cooler and you kind of gossip? Yeah, That's absolutely. the hot topic right now. Everyone's asking us right now that we've been getting on uh, our, our little um, X messages and stuff they wanted me to ask you tonight is um, can you ask Nathan what is the Epstein list and what is the big deal behind it? Well, on Wednesday and Thursday this past week, a judge unsealed a new set of filings from a court case tied to deceased sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. A transgender 
uh, mistakenly referred to as the West. Even before their release, documents reunited long conspiracy theories about prominent figures who were once in Epstein's orbit, including former President Bill Clinton and GOP uh, presidential frontrunner Donald Trump, while providing both Democrats and Republicans with new opportunities to attempt to link their opponents with Epstein's crimes. Because the um, documents were misre- uh, misrepresented on social media as a list of potential Epstein clients or co-conspirators, mm-hmm. there was a major focus on who and what they were exposed and whether prominent Epstein associates would be especially tied to his trafficking on, of minors. In reality, many people referenced in these documents are not accused of wrongdoing, though some law defines are not a client list as some surmise. Instead, the list is actually dozens of documents from a 2015 court case filled by Epstein accuser Virginia Dorothy against co-conspirator Jalousie Maxwell, who has been convicted of child sex trafficking. These documents reference roughly over 150 of Epstein's associates and Trump, but don't provide super information on so much as they offer a more in-depth look the people at Epstein circles and detailed view of the scope of his abuse. In doing so, they renew scrutiny on some of these associates and offer certain victims opportunity for allegations and stories to be more fully heard. You know, it sounds to me, and I'm glad you're doing this uh, accurately and descriptively. You remember that movie that Julia Roberts did with the water was tainted? What was that called? Uh, I forgot. But you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. Okay. This situation with the Epstein list, doesn't it kind of make you feel like what she went through to prove to the county that the water was being tainted? Yeah, yeah, yes, absolutely, yes. The only difference is here where you're talking about the A-list of elite. Don't you think that's a little weird? Yeah, it's weird and strange, yes. It's kind of like a full circle. Yeah, absolutely. Everything's coming to full circle right now. And Mm -hmm. uh, after what's been going on um, these past few weeks, and I mentioned it on the spotlight where, for example, Jimmy Kimmel, uh, of course, addressed Aaron Rodgers, you know, who, who was, you know, he was just joking about, you know, everything, everything about, you know, who's on list, so much and so forth. Mm-hmm. But it w- was revealed, I think, I don't know whether it was on Verity or the source, that yeah. he knew the chef of Jeffrey Epstein. So he had to know, he had to be on the island or whatever when it, when it came to um, Jeffrey Epstein doing whatever he wanted. So to me, nobody in Hollywood is safe. Uh, I don't know about you, Nathan, but I've lost all respect for a lot of certain celebrities, and one would be Jimmy Kimmel. I actually unfollowed him. I've just that meltdown was ridiculous. No, it was absolutely ridiculous. I don't know why he had he could have he could have um, called Aaron Rodgers privately and told him to knock it off and stop it. But to me, I didn't, I get why he did it in the first place. But mm-hmm. he, just, he just kept his mouth shut. That's all. But yet the network didn't even pause it or stop for a commercial break. They wanted to do it for publicity of likes how sick is oh, that absolutely yes oh yes 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 abc is not answering this as well what's our next top story all right let's go to our next top story um stephen a smith mm-hmm. <laughs> stephen a smith and jason whitlock have been in this war of you know um have been this war, war of the titans war. yeah they've been in this back and forth war when it comes oh, yeah. to you know, talking about 
each other and whoever. Mm -hmm. And uh, let me actually play a clip of what he actually said. Okay. So let me just get it up right here. It shouldn't take me that long. No so, problem. We got we, we, we got enough time tonight. So Stephen A. Smith had slammed Jason Whitlock and he had tirade uh, this past week. And Jason Whitlock had pretty much went through Stephen A.'s book that he recently released where he talked about, where Stephen A. talked about his career uh, as a basketball player before, you know, he got injured and had to, you know, and then became a journalist and stuff. And I'll just let Stephen A. to explain this to you. Okay. As a black man, knowing our history, anything worse than a white supremacist. That is, until Jason Whitlock came along. He is the worst, most despicable, lying, no good, fat ass human being I have ever known in my life. Don't y'all notice why black people scurry away whenever this roach of an individual is around? You know what's out there writing stuff, smiling in my face one minute, talking smack about me behind my back, and then ultimately writing it? It was him. This same Jason Whitlock. There was a talk smack about me. Is the same Jason Whitlock that wanted to hire me. Weeks later, you wrote a lengthy apology to me in an email begging me to forgive you, pointing out how you were betrayed by this particular writer so you know how I must feel that you betrayed me. Did you tell the folks that, you bitch? Did you tell them? You fat piece of... It's the same Jason Whitlock that stood outside doors trying to get me and coax me into even having a conversation with them because they knew I was so disgusted with them, presumably after he hit a strip club. Because we all know ain't nobody trying to go out with him. I had it in my contract, and I have a copy of it, where it specifically stipulates that I never work with Jason Whitlock. It's in writing. No wonder you didn't see him on first day. The real reason, and casting no aspersions on what Blaze TV presents and what it has to offer, the real reason he's there is because he can't get a job anywhere else. He hasn't burnt bridges. He's napalmed them. And there you go. Nathan, you recently reported again, listeners are listening, you mentioned about a few including Kevin Hart. Can you give us a more broader enlightenment of what started this feud and why, again, they want to know from you, is Nathan, why is this hot news? Well, for those who do not know, uh, comedian Cat Williams had an interview with Shannon Sharp over uh, a couple weeks ago on Shannon Sharp's YouTube uh, you know, show called, mm -hmm. called Club Shay Shay. And the two of them had a, a, a long sit down, and Cat Williams pretty much exposed everything about Hollywood and drag comedians. Kevin Hart was one of them as well. And, you know, he basically said some stuff about Kevin Hart that was very shocking and basically accused Kevin Hart of being an industry plan. So, let me play this, this clip here. This is from Impressive's channel on YouTube. And she pretty much explains, you know, um, Kevin Hart and Cat Williams 
and what was said between um, what was said between uh, both of them because I think Kevin, after Cat Williams spoke his piece, spoke his mind, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin Hart responded. And uh, let me just let me just get this uh, right up here. So, so before you play that clip, is that so the audience understands this? Is this when the feud began? Is this what lit the spark? Yeah, so yes, it did. I believe this is the first time I think. Kevin right, Hart I was wondering because I love Kevin Hart, but I was wondering why is he in a feud? Yes, absolutely. So let me just let's play this small clip. Okay, here. play away. So this is impressive, impressive, E M P E P R E S S I V E, and uh, this is Cat Williams calling Kevin Hart an industry plant, and Kevin Hart responds. Here we go. I did. So as you can hear, Cat Williams set the internet on fire with this interview, and a lot of comedians were not happy about it at all. Kevin Hart obviously wasn't happy. For those who don't know, Kevin Hart and Cat Williams have had tension for years now. Cat has kind of put it out there that Kevin is basically an industry plant, and he was basically ushered in to replace him because Cat wasn't willing to conform to everything that was happening in the industry, and Kevin Hart was. He was willing to play the game. So Cat claimed that Kevin was a puppet, and Kevin didn't like that at all. In fact, he lambasted him during his Breakfast Club interview a few years ago. My frustration with Cat Williams comes from, you keep pointing at Hollywood. Hollywood this, the white man, this, this, and this. When do you take responsibility for your actions? You had the shot. Cat was in that position at one You were the guy. You were set up to be the star. You didn't show up to work. You f***ed off promo shoots. You f***ed off your promo f***ing trips that they had set up for you. You became a risk to the studios, which is why the studios stopped f***ing with you. Why was he a risk? He chose drugs. Oh, okay. Take responsibility for what you chose and say, you know what? I got to fix me, and I'm going to come back, and I'm going to stand up for comedy. Cat did respond to some of what Kevin said here, and he even doubled down on the idea that Kevin was an industry plant who was given a TV show and a movie out the gate without making any real waves in comedy. At least this is what Cat Williams feels. In 15 years in Hollywood, no one in Hollywood has a memory of going to a sold-out Kevin Hart show. There being a line for him ever getting a standing ovation at any comedy club. He already had his views when he got here. Have we heard of a comedian that came to L.A. and in his first year in L.A. he had his own sitcom on network television and had his own movie called Soul Plane that he was leading? No, we've never heard of that before that person or since that person. What do you think a plant is? He just did his documentary with Chris Rock where he shows you that his whole upbringing in comedy was on the East Coast. So how simultaneously was he here in Los Angeles doing the same thing? It did happen for a five-year period. Every single movie that Kevin Hart did was a movie that had been on my desk. That all I had said was just can we take some of this step and fetch a out and then I can do it. Like it don't need to be overtly homosexual because I'm not homosexual, right? It doesn't need that but to be funny, right? And and me saying that and them going, oh yeah, no problem. And then going to give it to this other guy and having him do it just like it was and acting like I'm a bad person because I keep standing on my standard. But 
Kevin told you, well, don't wear no dress until they offered him the dress, and then he put it on. And what did he say after he wore it? I made my own decision. Duh. But you didn't make it with what he brought it up, did you? It's okay. It's all right. Now, Kevin Hart did respond, but he didn't go in like he did on The Breakfast Club. He just said, gotta get that anger about you, champ. It's honestly sad. In the meantime, please enjoy my movie trailer to my next film, Lift, which will be dropping on Netflix in eight days. There is a moment in the trailer where Google says they really love you. Now, I know she's talking about Cat. Mark your calendars, world. This one is special. And that's about it for that one. So if you guys want to find out more, go to M Presence Channel, that's again E M P R E S S I V to hear the full video of what um, she talked about when it came to Cat Warren's explosive interview with Shannon Sharp. If you guys want to see that interview, go to uh, Club Shay Shay channel and go to Cat Williams Unleashed Club Shay Shay. <laughs> I'm trying to laugh. Club Shay Shay reminds me of, of Nate. Uh, uh, the one with with Martin, remember Martin? Yes, yes. What was that character's name? Shanene. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, <laughs> That's why when you said Shay Shay, I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Nathan. Since we're reporters, we have to do this, whether we like it or not. Whose side are you on following this feud? Because I'll be four one one. I will always be a diehard Kevin Hart fan. So I'm sticking with Team Kevin. Who do you choose? I mean, at this point, it's kind of hard because yeah. I mean, I mean, I like, I like, I like Kevin Hart. Yeah. I always will love Kevin Hart as whole, but you won't be, you won't be judged here. We just want to know whose side do you do you feel that you could be on, since everybody's picking sides like it's uh, the Super Bowl. It's only fair that you share your 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 um your stance. Whether it's good choice or bad choice, I pick Kevin Hart. So who do you who do you choose? I'll choose Cat Williams. Nice, it's cool. We're both on two different sides of the fence this time. That'll be interesting. See who will win this crazy feud. All right, everybody, don't go away. We're gonna take a quick pause. When we return, you won't believe the comedic actor that showed up high at a funeral of all places don't go away the craziness of weekend edition it's far from over
guys. We can go in right now to start treating killer. What do you recommend? No options for risky. It's really up to seven. everybody we're back for more craziness of weekend edition nathan there's an actor that i told you about recently that was on young and the restless and you know him as um oh jt hellstrom yes yes okay can you pull up a movie what's called reptile okay movie called reptile yes it's supposed to have um Alicia Silverstone in it? I can't remember the yes. date. Yeah, well, so let me see here. Um, it's from 2023, yes. Uh, okay. Reptile starring Benicio Del Toro and Mr. Timberlake. Great. Okay, great. Now, you're not going to – so I, I'm sure it shows the credits later. You'll see that it shows um, that Luckin' Bill as RJT, but he's got like a little cameo in it. But it's really good. Oh, my God, guys. You will love it. It's like watching GT all over again from Young and the Restless. And he's cute and, he, and, and delicious. But the reason I wanted Nathan to pop it up is can you give the insight on what the movie's about? Because I really want our audience to go watch this movie, rent it, and own it. Because this is a movie that me and my mom watched. And it is so damn good. Alicia Silverstone, she knocked it out of the park. Oh, and so did Justin. Yes, absolutely. So those of you do not know, Reptile is a 2023 American crime thriller film directed by Grant Singer and his feature film director debut from a screenplay he wrote with Benjamin Brewer and Benicio Del Toro in a story and co-wrote with Brewer. The film stars Del Toro in the lead role alongside Justin Timberlake, Alicia Silverstone, Eric Bozinian, Eto Isando, Dominic uh, Lombardo, Lombardozzi and Michael Pitt, along with um, that, that Lucky Bill's part of this film, too, and many others as well. And um, this movie came out, it's distributed by Netflix, came out um, September 29, 2023. Okay. The reason I also brought it up is because, Nathan, you know how Justin Timberlake is known for his cute boy next door look, right? In sync. Yes. I urge you to watch this movie. You will never see him the same way again. He can show his true chops as an actor in this film. He doesn't do the little um, squeaky clean um, cute boy next door look. On this one, he's real serious in his role. So he did real, very good. Very good. All right. Now, Nathan and I were talking about this, and we agree here. For all celebrities, please, if you need to get partied out and of all things get high can you please do that at home and not take it to the funeral nathan what happened that has everyone upset of a comedic actor that had the nerve to attend a certain funeral that has heads turning Ah, uh, yes uh we talked about this before really and 
Um, I think it was Aretha, uh, Aretha Franklin's uh, funeral uh, when it happened. And uh, let's see here. I forgot that. I'm letting you report it because there's a certain there's a certain type of medication he took that I'm not able to pronounce because, you know, I'm hard at pronouncing certain of the big words like that. But I wanted the audience to understand the abuse that some celebrities do on their medications. Yes. Uh, actor, comedian, and writer Pete Davidson had attended the funeral of Luther Franklin uh, back then mm-hmm. when he passed away and uh, he said that I think in an interview that he was high and you know uh, he said that it happened and something that I had to live with so um, you know Pete Davidson was high I think during that funeral so um, and do you remember does it show on there what type of medication he took so that audiences can be aware of how the celebrities are abusing the medications Oh, yeah, let me see here. Let me uh, right the funeral. Let's see here. Oh, yeah, a high on ketamine. Ketamine. See, I told you I wouldn't have been able to say that. All right, thank yeah, you. Appreciate that. Do you have any more top stories? Uh, that seems to be a bit right for me. All right. All right, Nathan's favorite places now. General Hospital. All right, Nathan, I've got to admit, I did not get to watch uh, the tribute for Bobby. I've only seen clips. But what I saw of it left me in tears and awe, and I smiled. Surprisingly, GH did impress me with what was going on. Uh, I'll give a little hint of what I did see, but I won't want to spoil in case some people didn't get to see it. But um, there's a surprise in there that really impacts the history of the show. Again, Load up on Kleenex because I tell you, for me, being a General Hospital fan when I was little, this just brought back all kinds of memories. Nathan, what about you? Did you did you see yourself share a, t- a tear or were you okay with it? The reason I haven't watched it yet, of course, is because it's very emotional and involves, you know, uh, a funeral. So um, I'm just not ready to watch the entire thing yet. But uh, what was your perspective on the tribute for Jackie Zeman's final goodbye to poor Charles as Bobby and as uh, Jackie. Well, when it came to the, to the funeral for Bobby Spencer and slash the you know tribute to mm-hmm. Jackie and Bobby, yes, it felt that this was you know a funeral for Jackie. Most of all, you had people there, of course, you know, actors, actresses like Ken Shriner, Gene mm-hmm. Francis, who you know said their piece and um, paid their uh, paid their dues and respects to. The Jackie slash Bobby, and um, but I did feel though for the first day that they did the tribute, I feel that we should have heard other people, for example, like John Lindstrom who plays Kevin, and have him speak about Bobby, or heck, even have Maurice Bernard who plays St. Corinthos and have him speak about Sonny, or heck, even you know Ryan Carnes who returned to General Hospital to play to play Lucas for this special occasion, and I would love to see him talk about. Bobby on that first on that first day, but it just felt like it was kind of a little bit more about Carly and Laura Wright. Let me wrong. Laura Wright did a phenomenal job, hands down. She did a great job of her scenes. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard the, the good. Day. I heard the good news about her performance. 
But my main concern, like you were talking about, is the fact that you also agree that, like fans were saying, that upset them is that it felt kind of rushed. Yeah, it felt it felt rushed. It mm-hmm. felt like last minute when when the, the, all this happened. So that's mm-hmm. that's a pet peeve and criticism I had. I wish that GH kind of taking its time because you know, um, yeah, not just that. Um, you know, Sam and Lucas didn't even have a scene together. They're brother and sister. So I I wish that we could have seen a smaller rush room to them as well. Mm-hmm. But the second day that they did the tribute. And we had the story of Carly and Felicia going to investigate, you know, this person that Bobby had helped during a sex trafficking uh, incident. And uh, I think it was in Cannes, I believe. And so uh, that was that was fun. That was good. And then we had, of course, the reporter who showed up at the end of Bobby's funeral to where she was asking many people like Maxie, like Liz, like Lucas about... Bobby Spencer, what she was all about, and the reveal at the end about, you know, that it who, was actually Who Bobby. she is? Yeah, it was actually Bobby. You know, I, I felt my, heart, my my eyes starting to get watery and stuff. And oh, so, my God, dude, yes, I can imagine. Yeah. I, I feel my eyes watery right now just thinking of it. Yeah, absolutely. And so I thought GH did fine overall. I just yeah. feel that on the first day, I, if they had a little bit less Carly, then I would have been, I would have loved it. Yeah. Um, if this was the Scab Riders, mm-hmm. I think you and I both know they would have done a better job than yeah. uh, what happened currently. Well, that's good. I'm glad you got to watch it on, at least for me, because like I said, I just wouldn't be able to, to, um, to, to watch the entire thing without breaking down. Because yeah, it's so emotional and, you know, just, of course, you guys know, but having lost so many as it is uh, between uh, the last couple of years, it's just for me to watch right now. That's just a trigger I'm not ready to watch yet. Um, wh- what do you have for us? Do you have any updates for General Hospital before we go into spoilers? Uh, any updates? Well, Casting no. or anything? Teases? Any spoiler appetizers? Oh, um, shoot. Um... Let's see here. If not, that's okay. It's just I was curious because I know sometimes we get them early, but then sometimes we don't get them at all. It's kind of in between right now, right? Because it's the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't have anything. Okay, that's good. That's good. Okay, so we'll jump over next to the. We're gonna hop over next to Salem. Why don't you give us a little quick a recap, Nathan? What's been going on with Salem? Last I recall, we left off with Holly Jones nearly dying to death for an overdose that she herself did, but not Tate. Take it from there. Yes, absolutely. For those of you who not know, uh, Tate has been charged as an adult due to the uh, drug overdose of Holly. And now Holly is in a coma. And next week on Desert Lives, I think on Friday, Friday episode coming out next week, at the end of next week, that is, she will be transferred out of the hospital for treatment. And so uh, EJ and Nicole... Eric and Maggie, they're going to also say their goodbyes to Holly as well. And um, I, I'm not sure if that's going to be the last time we will see a Holly, but this guys are the heads up. That's what that's what happened next week on News Our Lives. Okay, and any updates or spoilers that you want to announce? Uh, yeah, spoilers for News uh, Our Lives next week. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who do not know, the town of Salem gathers together to celebrate Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Uh, Teresa and Brady are giving good news about Tate. 
Alex Fisher's and Polly, Polly Justin. John Molina are invited to by Eric and Sloan. Johnny wants to marry Chanel again. Eric and Maggie, Eric and Nicole Sitter for Rosa Holly. Ashley heads off for treatment, also in the house. Uh, Polina awaits her biopsy, results with ape support. Nicole gives a very narrow song some advice. Leo writes a heartful column about gay rights. Chanel, Johnny, Jada, and Rave confronts the political issues head on. Um, Harris and Nancy Ray at the bistro and Ava as Ava and Stefan scramble. Eric and Sloan have John Molina over for dinner. On Wednesday, January 17, 2024, Sarah uh, completes her move to Alexander's apartment. Kim and Steve host family dinner trip, Wendy and Stephanie. Stephanie Everett Pond. Harris defers Ava at docks. Stephon massages, uh, Stephon messages Harris. Thursday, January 18, 2024, Johnny has decided as he informs Chanel that he wants to marry her. Wendy and Trip turn that he is engaged in a night romance. Harris tells Rita about his friends for Ava. Bringing out his reinforcements to find Teresa, who has gone missing. And Friday, June 19, 2024, Kate blames Harris for the attack on Lucas. Bringing out his to Teresa, Constantine Corner Steve, and Holly is prepped for travel for treatment. Okay, and then the only one you didn't mention that I caught is that there will be a double, so it's supposed to be like a double wedding coming up, and that, um, not saying Pauline is going to die, guys, but what they're looking at on the show is if Pauline is supposed to be, you know, quote, dying, that Abe may find himself needing to rush a marriage so that he doesn't lose his beloved Paulina. And the reason you guys want hankies is because he still doesn't remember his life, but he is falling for Paulina very hard. Yes, absolutely. That's true as well mm-hmm. from what I've heard. Uh, but that's a bit for me for spoilers. Okay, and I'm trying to think. There was something else. Oh, yes, just to warn celebrities, please be careful. We adore you so much that we fight for you as daytime fans. But we know you guys get excited as much as we do. But try not to exploit yourselves too much. Nathan and I found out that there's a certain daytime actor that is under hot water for leaking too much pictures. As they say, act, uh, pictures show a thousand words. And we'd hate for him or her to lose their job just for sharing something that they were passionate about. Yeah, absolutely. And we want that the, the, that person, those people to be careful and not, you know, doing it being irrational. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, you know, people have not seen, you know, the future scenes that are coming up for that, um, for that event. And so uh, hopefully uh, that person has learned this lesson and, you know, do it again. I'm trying to laugh. We're going to take a quick pause and we return. Uh, Nathan's trying not to laugh either, but um, it looks like we're going to be checking out Young and the Restless, but I like to call it Degrassi High 2.0. Don't go away. There's so much more left. Cousins were, Karen has a new man in the life. Alright, nothing. Twenty just fine. 
and my cousin. We're back. All right, everybody. We're going into Young and the Restless. All right, Nathan, I'm trying to keep a straight face here, but um, the first thing I want to say for the two uh, spoiler appetizers is going to be, one, um, the moment you've all been waiting for, Summer is finally going to ask Chance out. <laughs> oh then I couldn't hold it. Oh my god. <laughs> He's still there. I'm, I'm there. I just don't care about that. Oh my god. Okay, number two. This is so crazy. Okay, here we go. Um, Devon will make a discovery against someone in town. And the question is, will he use it for good or will he use it for bad? And this again, this is going to be his new story. So if you thought Adam was bad when he's bad, just imagine a bad Devon because that's where we're going with this. All right, Nathan, before we head into the spoilers, got to ask this question. Are Adam and Sally going steady again? Did he finally give her her senior pin? Yeah, Adam and Sally are steady as steady as they go, as the old saying goes. Uh, but I think they're steady as a rock. Yeah, steady as a rock. Yeah, so saw or saw as a rock. Excuse me, saw as a rock as of right now. So they're dating again. They're going steady, but uh, someone tells me that uh, Adam's brother Nick may be interested in Sally once again. But of course, I, he's always got to have what Adam wants. Yep, I don't like it. Yep. Um, so I heard that I heard the bad news. I heard that Nick had to tell his sister the good news that he got um, promoted and that Adam took her job. That's absolutely true, and Victoria was not happy. Here's my question: Why can't Nick shut his mouth? Uh, I have no idea. I mean, I get he hates well, Adam, but why would he do that to Victoria? He knew this would upset her. Does he want to start a war? I guess he does. So what's going on with Phyllis? What's cheerleader Phyllis been up to? I heard the last time she tried to make a move on Danny. Yeah, she kissed Danny. Um, but Danny pulled back <laughs> and didn't want to lose Christine. God. So, it's like you know, watching Danny, Grease. Yeah, so Danny, Danny, you know, he decided to stick it out with Christine and be with her. Mm-hmm. And now... Um, Next week on Young Russell's, mm-hmm. is, is going to be pushing someone else's buttons, and that someone else's buttons will be losing patience with Danny. So, uh, expect a lot of hijinks and more degrassy high bullshit coming out next week, dude. I've got to say this, but Cricket is looking hot these days. Oh, yeah, she looks absolutely sunny. I love what I'm turning JG. You did it, you finally turned Cricket into Sandra D. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Where's oh, yeah. this bad girl been? I have no Dude, idea. Dude, they messed up. They could have turned Cricket to Sharon's sister. Oh, yes. Look at the bond they share. You remember how Sharon was with Drew? Oh, yeah, I do, yes. yes they yes, might yes. as well just make Sharon and Cricket sisters, because think about it. Nikki has hated both women ever since they've been in General City. Oh, that's true as well, yes. And get this. Sharon's the one that slept with Victor. But Cricket's the one that kissed Victor. How weird is that? Oh, that's very weird. Remember yes. when they were young and Victor shared a kiss with Cricket? 
Oh, yes, I do, yes. It was like a moment, and then don't forget the moment that he had with Brooke. They shared a kiss, too. Oh, yeah, that's true as well. That one, too, yeah. My God. Oh, my God, that would have been twisted, dude. If we found out that Brooke was related to Sharon and Cricket, can you imagine? Triplets. Yes. Three blondes. And they could blondes, visit each yeah. other. Oh, my God, dude. We, again, we could do crazy stuff with that spinoff. Okay. Do you have spoilers for us or any casting news? Yeah, I have spoilers. Um, so so these are from zap2.com, so Craig's out to that. But on Monday, mm-hmm. January 18, 2024, next week on Monday, mm-hmm. uh, Sharon catches Nick off guard with that expected announcement. Devon and Billy put their differences aside. Mm-hmm. Chance comes clean with Summer. Tuesday, January 16th, Nikki receives some sobering news. Heather keeps a secret from Daniel. Phyllis, which is Christine Buttons. Wednesday, Victor Sharon awards to Wizard Victoria. Jack and Laura George together to help Nikki. Christine loses patience with Danny. Thursday, Jack makes a promise to Nikki. Audra protects her interests. Tucker antagonizes Kyle. Friday, oh God. <laughs> Friday Victor interrogates Cole. Lauren helps Nikki keep a secret, and Ashley backs Tucker into a corner. And uh, yeah, that's a win for YNR next week. Dude, I'm loving Trevor St. John as uh, T- Tucker. I'm loving that Tucker is using Kyle as a punching bag. This is what he deserves. Oh, yeah, absolutely. After the way he treated Adam, I swear, Adam and Tucker could have been brothers. Yeah, yeah. Or depending on the age, Tucker could have been, <laughs> you'll laugh, but Tucker could have been Adam's dad. Oh, yes. Because, I, you know, their ages and stuff. It's funny. Okay, so the only last thing I wanted to add is, let me think, what was the other one? There was one more coming up. Um, Do you even mention Kyle? Uh, oh, Sharon makes an announcement involving her company and some other person in town makes a decision and what everybody is starting to wonder is if maybe Sharon and Nick could reunite so are you ready for another Shik reunion uh, Nathan or you're like me and you're over it I don't mind I don't mind it happening but this has to be the last of all time that they reunite Sharon and Nick because if you uh, reunite uh-huh, uh-huh. and break them up then I'm not going to care anymore I'm not, I won't care anymore I love them together I just don't like the cheating Oh, yeah, me too. Because if that's the case, then you guys really need to do better. You would think that they could make Nick a little more mature. Oh, one last spoiler, and this will make your jaw drop. Jordan has an accomplice. His name is... It's Seth. I wish I could be shocked, but I am not surprised. (gasps) Oh, my God, dude. JG is on fire right now. I guess he must have finally woke up and says, You know what? This is a year we're going to torture Nicky Newman. How many times do you think about it? Nikki's going to be crazy this year. Jordan tortured her. Claire tricked her. And Seth is maybe possibly, from what I heard, it's a possibility that he could try to seduce Nikki. Because according to the sources we have, there's a reason that Seth is helping Jordan. It turns out Seth hates the humans as much as Jordan does. Oh, okay. Victor Newman, what did you do to these people in General City? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, dude, I can't stop loving. I thought Danny was the crush of everyone's town, but no, it was Victor. This is a twist. 
everyone in town has a way to connect to Victor, right? Kind of like a Kevin Bacon game. But this is a twist. Since when have we ever had anyone, not even Cheetah Carter, that I recall when against Victor. But for Jordan to go this far and involve Seth, dude, she's the new Sheila Carter. Yeah, she yeah she pretty much is when you think about it because this is something straight out of Sheila Carter's playbook. <laughs> and I love that Jordan told Claire, you just chose the wrong side. Yes, yes, I love that line. Oh, God. Okay. Um, I think we've got, uh, one more last, um, soap, right? Is it Boda Beautiful? Yes. Is there anything worth reporting or do we skip it? Um, well, I think, um, well, besides, you know, I'm trying to remember if there's any, um, we don't really need to do a recap because half the time it's always the same thing, but is there anything that's kind of new? Because the only shocker I'm going to tell everyone is um, this will make Nathan's jaw drop, but it's not Thomas who killed Emma. It's actually Xander. And Liam knows about it. Oh, there's more. Liam's the one that lured Xander to town. He figures let him go after Thomas and destroy his relationship with Hope. That way he can get with Steffi and take him away from Finn and... Again, it's an Archie, Betty, Veronica situation because then that would mean that Liam could have his choice between Steffi and Hope. How sick is that? Uh, it never ends, dude. Again, just like Y&R, Degrassi Junior High, nonsense. Oh, yeah. Degrassi, Degrassi Junior High BS and it's taking a whole new form. And we're still supposed to get a Liam and Bridget triangle, but I don't know if that's going to happen anymore. I mean, according to her Instagram, she did show she still was there, but I don't think they know how to monopolize their characters very well. No, no, they don't. And that's no surprise as well. She's only just a special attraction on the board. Oh, my God. No, it's so crazy. Did we bring up the situation of Bowden the Beautiful defending itself? Why we didn't get Kristen? Um, yeah, I brought that up. I brought that up uh, last week. Okay. Did you go into detail, or did you just give a little bit of a taste? No, I went into detail, and basically she was not contacted at all. Of course, that's um, how disrespectful they are. Yeah, absolutely, and, it's, and it will never change. I mean, Ron Moss pretty much you know, said it best. The former Rich Forster at an event, I think I played uh, the clip okay. on the spotlight, but okay. he said that um, why he left Born Beautiful was because of the, the, the choreation the politics, any direction of the show, pretty much, and the yeah. show on oh, screen. I don't. I believe him because I remember Jacob Young was having issues too. Yeah, him as well. And then the actress played Maya. Right, her too. So how on earth can? Why does these networks keep these idiots as bosses? I don't get it. I have no idea. I mean, it, it wouldn't hurt to have an actual change. Well, I know that they. What is it? What what, what is his name? That said, Buddha before is it Bradley Bell? Yeah, Bradley Bell. That's William J. Bell's son. Why is it hard to just replace him? I mean, as last as I recall, Laura Lee Bell is just as as able to take over as much as him. I mean, she can't do any worse. Well, I just think. I mean, and for a number like like CBS, ABC, I think they're just afraid to make any sort of change because. 
It's a legacy. It's a legacy family. I think it has to do with a legacy, yes. But, oh, my God, dude. I mean, think about it. If if Laura Lee took over, I bet you anything, Boda Beautiful would be like As World Turns Guiding Light. Yeah, I, I, I don't doubt that at all. You know, we. you remember, guys, this is just history, but, Nathan, you remember we once had Michael Baldwin cross over to Oakdale. Yeah, yeah, Oakdale and Guy and I think. And it's a shame they never involved cricket because remember she was supposed to be a legal eagle. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's they true. they yeah. jumped that chip. But if they had done that, I bet you we would have really got the Y and R over Oakdale and Guiding Light. I bet you anything the ratings would have soared sky high and we would still have as of turned Guiding Light as of today. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know that at all. It's just a missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the politics and them getting involved from, from, from uh, preventing stuff like, like that happening. Okay, so what do we have as far as, um, did you get to tease any spoilers for Bold and Beautiful or did you not have any? Yeah, I have a couple of spoilers here for Bold and Beautiful. All right, go ahead and shoot it. Let's see what we have. So on Monday, January 15th, mm-hmm. by I'm getting these from zap2.com. Okay. Monday, Tom's a story about Emma Riles Hope. Stephanie attempts to convince Finn to believe Thomas, not Alexander. Tuesday, Luna and RJ decide to take their next step relationship. Oka finds a Brooke that she deserves. She has reservations about Thomas's past. Wednesday, Lee gives Poppy a verbal lashing about her date with Bill Spencer. The Forster family celebrates Eros and Penny release from the hospital. Thursday, January 18th, Poppy and Chance invites Bill during her second day at El Giardino. Deacon and Sheila try to wrap their heads around Bill and Poppy. Uh, Friday, January 19th, Eric and Ray share an emotional father in some moment. And RJ takes Luna to his newly renovated beach house as Bill romances Poppy at the same spot. Oh boy, I hope these storylines pick up a little bit. I only, out of all the spoilers, I think maybe there's like two or three that I'm excited about. Yeah, me too. All right, we're going to take a quick pause, and then we return. We have our exclusive movie review of Night Swim, the new 2024 horror thriller that is making rounds. Don't go away. We'll be right back. America was built on a dream of opportunity of taking the life we're handed and making it count. We're seizing every moment, creating traditions and lifting our communities. For 120 years, we at JCPenney have believed if you're going to do something, do it all the way. We give 100% every day because it's who we are and who you are too. So seize the moment. Get the suit that lands the job. Set the table that brings you together. Wear the red that brightens the room. And give the ring that changes everything. Every day is a new opportunity. JC Denny, make it count.
Before we do, because we're winding down, before we do our exclusive review of The Night Swim, Nathan and I want to thank all of you so much for continuing to make our podcast number one in your hearts, making it global. And also, uh, Nathan, what is our podcast presented by tonight? <clears throat> our podcast uh, tonight is uh, here. Carl's Jr.? Yes, Carl's Jr., yes. Tonight's podcast is brought to us by Carl's Jr. And then um, there was something else. Oh, yes. Um, Remember to keep uh, locked in because Nathan's spotlight, his spotlight, is every other Tuesday. So he will be back this coming Tuesday, right? You'll be on this Tuesday? Yes, I'll be on this Tuesday. And uh, I'll be covering some of what we talked about tonight when it comes to some of the top stories in the aftermath. 
Okay. And what movie review are you going to cover for Tuesday? Uh, I'm not sure as of yet, but... You like to keep them guessing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll do a movie review uh, this Tuesday, but, you know, I'll I'll have to think about it because there's a lot of good ones. Oh, yes, yes, exactly. I won't be surprised if you do the, um, the one, what's it called? The... The beekeeper. beekeeper. That one looks good. Okay. But me and Nate just want to tease that we're thinking of doing this. This could be a new uh, tradition for us. But next weekend, you don't want to miss it because me and Nathan are going to be hosting Long Weekend Edition. We will be hosting Nuke Edition, which is Nate, Noah, was it Luke Luke and Noah or Noah and Luke, right? Yeah. As it will turn. Yeah. yeah. We'll be doing that special edition for you fans as World Turns fans, we'll do that next weekend along with our weekend edition. So you don't want to miss that. All right. So, Nathan, what is Night Swim, a uh, horror thriller? What is it about and who is in the cast? Well, Night Swim is a 2024 American horror film written and directed by mm-hmm. Bryce McGuire in his feature directional debut and based on 2014 short film with the same name by McGuire and Rob Blackhurst. Film stars Wyatt Russell and, and Carrie Condon. Its plot follows is this women family who discover that their backyard swimming pool is haunted. A uh, nice was released in the United States by Universal Pictures on January 5th, 2024. The film has seen negative reviews of critics and grossed by gross $20 million worldwide. Okay, and um, may, can you give us like a hint of some of the main cast that was in it? Yes, Wyatt Russell as Ray Waller, Carrie Condon as Eve Waller, mm-hmm. Amelia uh, Holderfield as Izzy Waller, Gavin Warren as Elliot Waller, Julie Long as Kay, Eddie Martinez as Coach E, Elijah J. Roberts as Ronan, Raruna Panenke as Dr. Sunara, uh, Ben Sinclair as Pepota, Ali Araza as Angel, and Nancy Lanshawn as Waller's real estate agent. I gotta say, dude, Kurt Russell's son knocked it out of the park. Yes, he did. I mean, he first of all, he, he has a look of his father. You know, he reminds. Oh us my God! Him. Yes, he's a spinning image of his daddy. I mean, I'm gonna lie, he's as uncalicious hunk, as his daddy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I thought he did a great job in this uh, film as well. Mm-hmm. What shocked me though is that Kurt Russell has another son. I didn't know that. I only thought it was just Kate Hudson and her her brother. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know there was another another one. I'm like, oh my god, look, he looks like his dad. It's like an exact twin. Like yeah, in the yeah. eyes, it's the eyes. Yeah, it, it is the eyes. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna give this ten popcorns. This is why this movie kept me excited from the beginning to jump right to the middle, right to the end. And that twist, dude, oh my god, it was amazing. To the naysayers that did not like this film, that's fine. But to go on media and literally trash it just because you don't like it, that's just uncalled for. Um, the cast did a wonderful job. Um, the woman that played the wife, my heart went out to her. She really went through a lot. But... Nathan, we've got to agree here. I think our star performance for this week, it's got to be the son. 
the young son that played in this movie. What's his name? Uh, Elliot Waller, played by Gavin Warren. Shout out to him. Would you agree? Wouldn't don't yeah, you think he's like a scene stealer in this movie? Yeah, absolutely. I would agree. Absolutely. I mean, I felt so mm-hmm. bad for him and then uh, and his family for what they went through in this film. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. The daughter did her thing too, but the, no, the one goes to me. Besides the dad and the wife, it's actually going to be to me. It's the young boy because I see another rising star in the making. Yeah, I see a, a, a star in the making too when it comes to mm-hmm. um, I Gavin Warren. I think he has a lot of potential moving forward. Okay, who directed this movie again? Um, Bryce McGuire. Did you? Was it just me, or did I? Did did you get that it vibe? Yeah, I had the it vibe. Yeah, it felt like an it movie. Yes, it was so good. It was like it vibe, but pull like like poolside. Right. Yeah. And like, oh my god, I was like, I can't get up. I loved it. Okay, so um, go watch it, guys. Let us know what you think of it. You can always leave us reviews and sharing over there at um on my Twitter X, which is Willie's View PW, or Instagram, which is um Willie's View Podcast Official. And you can also find me on threads for that. And um, you can email us anytime for fan mail. And that's going to be at corsagemakers at gmail.com. I'll let Nathan spell that out for you guys because I always have trouble doing that one. Go ahead, Nathan. Uh, the, um... the email, corsagemakers at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. Corsagemakers. Uh, for, for um I'll let you spell it out because I have trouble with that. You mean a P O R C? Yeah, C. P O R C um, H E makers at gmail.com. All right. And then what's your thoughts on this, Nathan? How did you like it? Like, how many popcorns did you give it? Any good or bad? Because I'm going to be honest, I couldn't see anything bad in it. I was literally like into it, it was really good. Yeah, I didn't find anything bad about it either. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll give this one a 10, Popcorns out of 10. Very well done movie from beginning to end, and we recommend our viewers listeners to check out the movie if they have not. It's the, yeah. uh, I think, the first movie of 2024 to uh, be released, so uh, check it out when you can. Oh, yeah, that's what I wanted to add. I, I'm i impressed with this, Nathan. You think about it, this could be our new trend. I could literally, dude, this is like deja vu. Remember when Scream came out and we were excited for the 2023 yeah yeah and we gave it a good review yeah and now that now we're here 2024 and again another good review oh yeah yes what if this is a new tradition i'm loving this this sounds good um also the moment that you've all been waiting for guys next weekend me and nathan are happy to tease that we will have our exclusive movie review of the color purple so if you've not watched it, go check it out because we will have some uh, exciting discussion on that. And then um, there'll be some little teasers, pleasers in that too. All right, Nathan, do we have anything else or are we doubt over on this? Uh, yeah, I think we're about, we're, we're about done. This, don't, just don't forget, guys, the next Tuesday I'll be back with the spotlight. We're talking about a lot about top stories, daytime, mm-hmm. uh, recaps of daytime, soap operas, spoilers, and uh, another movie review, be sure to look out for that one as well. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's what it's for uh, for me, on my end. All right. And Nathan and I want you guys to eat fresh. So remember, 
we'll add the we'll add the subscript the um, description link for you guys. But I finally got my HelloFresh. You can go on my media and see how that came out. And like I told Nathan, I sent him his box. Um, it is amazing, guys. You eat fresh. You get up to five meals, depending on how many people you want to serve for. It comes with everything you need, so you don't have to get anything. Just, you know, you got the rest of the stuff at home, at, at your house. You you open the box, and it comes with everything you need and all the, the, um, the instructions. And it saves you having to go out and not spend so much on fast food. Um, I, I love it. Nathan, have you got your box yet? Yeah, I got mine. I, I love it. It's great. Oh, you I, did? You got it? Yeah. What did you make, dude? What did you order? I ordered the um, the one with the uh, the greens of, of it. Um, okay, yes, yes. We did that one. And what's the other one you got? The one I got was the, uh, I think the, the uh, Chipotle. The Chipotle one. Dude, you, so you got two meals? Yeah, I did. Yes. Awesome. All right. I'm glad you got a high, high five. That's great. All right, everybody. Well, we had so much fun. Remember, always follow Nathan every two, every other Tuesday on um, our, our, our podcast here. And um, we just want everyone to know that we do appreciate you and we uh, value you all. And just please just be kind to each other and respect each other. And please wear those damn masks because we are still in a pandemic. And um, it doesn't look like that's going away anytime soon. Nathan, any shout outs or any um, recognitions that you want to give from your side of the area or friends or associates? Um, none of my am, but again, to our viewers and listeners, thank you guys for tuning in tonight mm-hmm. for our podcast. And I look forward to seeing you all again next Tuesday. If you guys want to reach out to me or Willie on Twitter, you can reach out to me on Twitter at, at MoneyMac101. Again, it's at MoneyMac101. Uh, Nathan Banks Line, Jason Forever. And for Willie, you can guys go to at WillieGPW on Twitter as well. And once again, thank you for listening to viewers listening to us tonight. And uh, I look forward to seeing you all again on Tuesday and back at again with Willie uh, uh, next weekend. All right. What is our song of the week? All right. Our song of the week, uh, here, it is X's by Tate McRae. All right, everybody, we're going to close it out with a little taste of Exist, and we're out of here. Thanks, Nathan.
All right. One personal message to Jackie Zeman and family and friends and those that are mourning her. We just want to say that I will miss Jackie. I always appreciated her and cherished her as General Hospital's uh, Bobby Jones Spencer. She always entertained me growing up watching her General Hospital. And she's always going to be our Southern gal at the Bay. Nathan, any personal messages for Jackie and family? Uh, yes, to Jackie, her friends, family, those who are working for at General Hospital, the Bay, etc. Um, our thoughts and prayers goes out to all you guys who are still mourning her and still thinking about her every day. Um, she will never be forgotten or missed, and her legacy will live on forever. All right, we're out of here. Thanks, Nathan. You have a good night. All right, you have a good night too, Willie. All right, bye-bye.